This is a Housemade Podcast. We're your hosts, Nick Bobbin and John Vieira. We're here to cover your questions about home bartending. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Housemade Podcast. If you were listening to us last time, we did a Gin 101, a 50,000-foot look at Gin, what it is, and its categories. And today, instead of doing a blind taste test on our spirit guide, since there's so many different types of Gin, what we just did was kind of tried to pick one of each one, and we're actually just going to taste these and give our feedback on them and see kind of how they... They pair up to each other. I'm assuming that they're going to be very different, each one in, in particular. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this unfolds because it's been a very long time since I've really subjectively um, tasted gin. tasted gins. Uh, so our lineup today, we have some some interesting stuff picked that way on purpose. Uh, we've got a local product, Old Boise Gin. Um, we've got Tanqueray Number 10, which I didn't realize wasn't a London Dry it's a uh, international style or a new Western style, as they call it. Um, so that'll be interesting. We also have uh, Big Gin, which is out of, do you say Hood River? Uh, Hood River Distillery owns it, but it's out of Seattle, Washington. Out of Seattle. But it's a London Dry style gin. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of an interesting thing to think about, a London Dry gin that does not come from London. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, we have uh, the Suntory... Um, Roku gin. Yeah. So we initially picked these. We thought we were doing two internationals or two new styles uh, where they're not super botanic or uh, gin forward, uh, juniper forward. And we thought we were picking two very juniper forward ones. But in just kind of researching, I guess we could start talking about Tinkery 10 first. Yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah, since we were just right there. So... What I'm reading on here is that uh, this product was released in 2000, right on the heels of that whole uh, resurgence of this crafted culture. And apparently this was when that new style, that botanical or uh, less juniper forward, new international style gin was starting to just emerge. So this one in particular uh but Tanqueray 10 is claimed to be made with fresh citrus peels. Ooh, I bet that's tasty. Yeah, it doesn't say which ones they are, um, but that's what it is. Taste, you should give it a smell and taste right, it and get, get after it and see what we got. Let's dive into this here. So this uh, bottle for you guys listening, you probably all know what the Tanqueray looks like. It's like a short, squatty green bottle, um, and it has a big uh, red wax stamp and a, and a pretty large printed-on white label. The 10 packaging is a little bit skinnier, a little bit taller, uh, and it's ribbed. And it actually kind of looks, the bottom of it looks like, uh, when you look on the inside like that, it looks like a juicer. It does. And which, is, which is kind of funny because, I mean, that makes, so since this, they're all about juice and yeah, stuff. This bottle literally looks like a cobbler shaker. And the bottom piece looks like yeah, the, the, uh, the inside little. The citrus reamer, as yeah. they call it. Uh, wow, this is... Okay, um, what are your thoughts? What's the nose like? Tell so the nose it. is pure citrus. You almost don't even get juniper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no and juniper. And I don't know how much sugar is added to this. It's almost grapefruity, this. yeah. Um, it has a really amazing kind of lemon grapefruit thing going on. It's very sweet on the palate. 
it's so delicious, I would just drink it by itself. That is like a summertime gin. Um, it's very sweet, which makes me think that maybe there's oh, wow. some, some sugar added. Yeah. It's very, th- it's very almost thick from sugar. It's kind of yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. It's, I'm curious to see uh, how that sweet uh, it, sweetness level goes across the board here with these. And it's riny too. It is. So it's not like, it's actually, it's not like citrus juice, but it's, it's almost like citrus oil. Yeah. Like fresh oil really out is. of the rind. And you, and you get that on the nose too. Yeah. It's, it's really oh, well it done. delicious. Uh, for a citrus based gin. Uh, here's the thing, guys. I know a lot of people are big time like, I don't like uh, gin, but the the reason why you should be paying attention to this episode specifically is if you if you think There's you don't so many like gin, uh, a lot we of these we ones, didn't like vodka till the other day. Right, right. It's crazy. Well, so the thing is, is like I get it. I'm not a huge fan of juniper, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you have your classic like this London Dry style, where it's like big on the nose, it's big on the palate, it's all about the juniper. Yeah, I'm not typically a huge fan of that, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, you could give this to somebody that says they don't like gin. And they wouldn't wow. even think it was gin. They'd no. think it was like a flavored vodka. Yeah. And it's almost what it tastes like. I mean, there's a very slight, just because we know what it is, there's a very slight juniper backing to it. Yeah. But very, very minimal. It's, it's not it's, piney at it's all. It's nothing like the regular Tanqueray. Yeah. Which is really interesting because that regular Tanqueray is, is very it's, it's much. It's a London dry. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's straight juniper punch it's in the like, face. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. wow. That was cool. Okay. Interesting. So let's, uh, let's compare that to the Roku. Okay. So the Roku. So this guy, you taste, give me your feedback. Um, so this guy, I was looking on, uh, the history of it. So this was created by a gentleman named, uh, Shinjiro, Shinjiro Tori. I, th- I think that's how you say his name, um, <clears throat> in 1899, actually. And so they produced their first gin called uh, Hermes, or Her- Hermes? Hermes Gin in 1936. Then did a whole uh, hundred years almost of tinkering with that, and this is what we have, um, this Japanese-style gin, uh, there's six major botanicals that are a part of it, and I don't, I couldn't find the list. Oh, it's right on the back. Yeah, so it's a six-sided bottle, and it's got these little molded uh, pictures uh, for each botanical, each of the main six mm-hmm. on each panel. Which each one of these six are all sourced and native to Japan. Right. So this is, uh, they they call it a um, four seasons approach with six botanicals. Okay. So th- it's it's like they were trying to distill Japan into a bottle. Gotcha. And this is what they did. And what I found interesting from their production method is they actually distill each botanical separately on up to four different stills and then blend this final oh. product together. That's why none of the flavors are lost and they're all very balanced. That makes so much sense. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that comes out of Japan is the most <laughs> masterful creation. Top notch. Like yeah. those those guys are just insane human beings. 
Like they have figured out the absolute best way to do just about everything. It's remarkable. Oh, oh yeah. Talk, talk. The rest of these guys are doing one single run, maybe two runs, packing all the botanicals in there and just going to go. These guys distill. They were saying there's uh, f- uh, 14 botanicals in total in this. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they're distilling everything separately and then blending it together. But how good is, of an idea is that? Oh, it's. I mean, Doesn't that's that what you do. With, that's what you do with whiskey. That's what you do with a cocktail. Uh, it's, yeah. That's what you right? do with everything. That's how you achieve that perfect balance. Like. That makes so much sense. I, that's. I wish I would have known that sooner. I would have been telling people that. Uh, we have a lot of people at the the bar that love, love Roku. We go through more of this uh, than anything else besides our well. Uh, Man, it's very. Um, what am I getting? Almost like floral on the nose. It is. So it's it's less one dimensional than the Tanqueray mm-hmm. Ten. You, you're not getting just the sugary kind of citrus oil. You're getting a lot of citrus, but you're also getting a Almost lot. Like- tea like yeah it's got like a it's very japanese it smells it smells uh like i said similar but more complex than the tanker a10 uh and it it smells a dare i say because i really liked the tanker but yeah, it smells too. less cheap and when you taste it it feels <laughs> the same way too uh it just yeah, feels more high quality because yeah. it doesn't have like that wow there's definitely like this added sugar or at least it tastes like it uh it's very similar on the palate uh, to the description that we put on the nose. It's less hmm. one-dimensional. You get a lot more stuff. It still has a nice sweetness. You get a lot of citrus. But it's got more going on. And it's, man, for the price, it's a killer bottle. Man. Tea. Yeah. I was going to read you off the ingredients on the back of this bottle. Um, just for my lack of reading abilities, I'm going to let John read those oh, off God. the back of the bottle. And um, they're, they're all Japanese, so... Okay, so we have um, Sakura flower. I'm gonna absolutely butcher I think, these. I, well, yeah, I was going to too. That's why I gave it to you. I think that's um, I think that's a cherry blossom. That would make sense. I think that's what that is. Okay, cherry blossom is kind of all over their website. It's over their descriptions. So that um, flower is probably a cherry blossom. Which yeah. So yes, yeah, so we got Sakura flower. We have um, yuzu peel. Which it kind of is. It looks like a clementine or like some kind of some kind of orange citrus. Yeah, yeah it's got essentially that. Um, we've got sencha tea. Okay. Uh, so that's probably a big part of that tea thing that you're getting. Yeah. Uh, we've got sancho pepper. Hmm. I wonder if that's just a type of peppercorn. Probably. It might be. It's hard to tell from this image. They have like yeah. little images next to them. Well, peppercorns, pepper, black peppercorn in particular is actually a, a big botanical that they use in most gins. Yeah. I mean, there's we a, put that in our tonic. There's a lot of uh, coriander too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That lends its hand to that citrus. Uh, we've, we, so we've also got the uh, sakura leaf. So we've got the sakura flower and the sakura leaf. Oh, okay. Um, and then the last one here is... Oh, maybe that's why they were talking about multiple seasons. All this stuff's in bloom at different times. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to have a flower before you have the leaves. And we've got another tea component here. So we've oh. got um, Gaiokura tea. Gotcha. Once again, probably saying these so I'm wrong. I'm glad I you apologize. read that, not me. Um, man. Yeah, it's it great. It's very complex. It's kind of light on the nose. You don't get almost any juniper out of out of this at all no and that's another reason why i like it so much because like i said that's that's kind of the thing like i do like gin but that mm. juniper if it's too heavy can just kind of kill it for me it's really tasty oh it's great it's very botanical it's very light um the overall mouth feel there's not a huge body on it no it's light it's great it's super good yeah like, oh, you, i enjoy you it. just 
you just grab a glass of that and sit outside on a nice spring or summer day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with like a big ice cube or something. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little little citrus, yeah. like oil on top, a little lemon. Just lemon just zest. a dash on mm. the nose because you don't want to like you don't want to mess up their balance. No, right? I'm like, talking about like and out yep, it goes. Yep. Oh, wow, super good. Wow, no, yeah, this is good. I knew I knew everybody was buying that at the bar and everybody liked it, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried that to be honest. It's it's honestly it's really good. Um, mm. And it's really nice to taste it in this setting where I'm actually comparing it to other things instead yeah. of just being like, oh, yeah, it's really good. It's like, well, it's actually good because of these reasons or, uh, you know, better than this or that. Um, yeah, it doesn't taste like it has hardly any sugar component like the Tanqueray 10 did. No, it's got just this really natural, clean, like there is there is a touch of sweetness, almost like what we talk about with uh, the vodkas. Yeah, yeah. Where at least <laughs> ones that don't have a lot of added sugar and stuff, is, mm-hmm. is you taste it, it actually does have the sweetness that you don't expect because you're talking about tasting a foolproof spirit on its own. You, you yeah. expect this mm-hmm. harsh, crazy bite, but uh, really, man, it's it's pleasant. Cool. Yeah, um, okay. So let's jump into this. Yeah, let's do the uh, Old Boise. Old Boise, and then we'll finish with our London Dry, since that yeah. should, in theory, have the, the biggest juniper punch to it. Yeah, that one will kick us in the teeth, hopefully. Um, okay, so the Old Boise, so I was on their website, not trying to knock them, but there was almost zero information. Actually, there was sub-zero information. It said the gin was coming soon. Um, so this one has... Oh, this one has the botanicals listed out on the back. So juniper and angelica root, which is pretty common. Uh, licorice root, which is pretty common. Orris root, coriander, uh, cardamom, citrus peels. Oh, grains of paradise is in here. And lavender. Oh, I definitely get some lavender. I was just going to say, I, I, there's something here, in there that I can't quite pinpoint. Here's here's a funny thing, too, and I think it's just because we're in Idaho. Um it lists potato as a as a botanical. Yeah, potato's definitely not a botanical. <laughs> definitely a, Well, it's on the botanical panel. It's a tasty and practical root vegetable, but definitely not a botanical. My assumption is that this is probably a potato spirit. That's cool. Because this comes out of the Koenig distillery, and they do do a potato vodka, and my guess is they probably use that. And It's funny that you said that before I tasted it. Tastes you can like, totally tell it has it has that potato spirit kind of thing to it. <laughs> it's a really nice mouthfeel, actually. It's got a really nice texture to it. Oh yeah, the, they, they claim themselves as a uh, premium spirit. Which, yeah, no, which it's, actually um, they were like very moderately priced too. It's Not really delicious. Uh, I love the texture. I think it's probably the best texture out of the three that we've had so far. I'm a big texture guy when it yeah. comes to, especially uh, a spirit that I would drink on its own. Um, yes. Well, so the dude uh, that makes this, he did uh, shoot like ten years or something overseas, learning how to distill brandies. Oh, really? Like in Austria or something like that. I can't remember exactly. I, He'll probably correct me later. But. So this one to me on the nose uh, was a little bit lighter, a little bit more one-dimensional. Yeah, nothing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's super light. But it's not harsh either. It's just, it's it's just, uh, it's got the volume turned down compared to the other ones. Yeah, I'm getting just, it's so, almost like a vodka nose. Yeah, the flavor's good. Once again, a little bit more one-dimensional. Um, it's not crazy, but the drinkability is great. It's got a really, really nice uh, texture to it. Really nice uh, viscosity. Yeah, lavender. Yeah. When I, it's got a big lavender. When thing. I open my mouth, 
to put to put it up there to taste. Oh, so I right yep. in the back of my throat. Which lavender. is which is cool because lavender is dainty. I feel like it would be hard to get such a big lavender well, push. It's super hard. Gosh, what else am I getting out of there? You're right. It does have a potato vodka. It, it definitely kind of feel. does. Which which is a not a bad thing at all. Um, yeah, lavender and citrus. I don't get a lot of juniper off of it. No, I mean still a little bit. Maybe I'm curious to see how much juniper we get off this big gin. Maybe a little bit of cardamom. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, cardamom is weird because it's such a good but weird flavor. It is. It's super weird. Um, it tricks my brain all the time. Uh, when we're making like tonic and things like that, that, that has that as an ingredient, it kind of tricks my brain um, scent wise into thinking that I'm almost smelling like vanilla or something oh, mixed with yep. vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's got a really interesting thing, which is, uh, which pairs amazingly with lavender though. Hmm. Like vanilla and lavender's off the charts. Wow. So really, okay. really like the, the texture on that one. Yeah. That's kind of my takeaway. Um, okay, so let's jump into this big gin. This is uh, our only one on our list today that London is technically dry. a London dry. <clears throat> yeah, so these guys, okay, so these guys, I didn't really have a whole bunch of stuff except that the dude that made this is a third generation um, distiller and named it after his dad, who they called Big Jim. <laughs> <laughs> big Jim. That's funny. That's... So this for sure has a big uh, juniper thing on the nose. It also has it has a certain smell I can't pinpoint that I am not a huge fan of. I don't think it's like a deal breaker. I think my nose is just weird. Um, it says it has white tasman pepper. Uh, grains of paradise. Wow, much sweeter than I expected. Okay. Doesn't super hit me as a London dry style, to be honest with you. Like, I can see it because it has that predominant juniper, juniper thing going on. Yeah. I think if you pitted that next to Other, like Beef Eater and. Well, uh, Beef Eater is like the pinnacle of London dry. It is. Which is strange that I actually kind of like it because it's not my thing. For what it is, yeah. But for what it is, it's fantastic. But yeah, I think if you pit that next to some of those that oh, yeah. have that thing. I mean, I mean, as far as like juniper nose in comparison to the other three gins we've had, this is all juniper is all I'm getting on the nose. Yep. But there's there was something there was a funky smell in there that was with the juniper that I didn't yeah. like. Okay. Um, um, and then so the texture was it's quite a bit thicker in viscosity. It looks yeah. like no, the texture I think was a lot more similar to that old Boise. Um, super sweet, way sweeter mm. than I expected. This is way sweet. And I'm getting still a lot of juniper. But yeah, there's a couple other breaking out. It's probably the Grains of Paradise. Might be. What is Grains of Paradise? You know. I, I actually don't. I don't either. I should. That's one of those it makes, things. It makes me think of Herbs to Province. Oh, it does. Um, Grains of Paradise. I don't know. It's got to be something. But this, it was, that was delicious. Still, in its own, in its own right. Um, sorry for those of you guys. I am looking up grains of paradise right now. Um, these guys say it is different than black peppercorn. Uh, but kind of looks like it. 
<laughs> okay, so what was your favorite one on there? Man, I don't know. So this was a this was a weird journey. Um, just so you guys know, too, anytime we do these blind tastes or just these comparisons, we don't taste these things ahead of time uh, and write down notes and plan what we're going to talk about. We literally just off the cusp. We, yeah, we, we just <clears throat> which crack lends, the seal and, go, and jump into. I it, mean, which, lends to some good episodes, and then it lends to some. Well, no, I think it's I think it's good because I it's more of an original reaction. Oh yeah, um, it's definitely not rehearsed, which is good and bad because sometimes I swear a lot. So I will say I was most surprised by the Tanqueray 10 because I went into this thinking it was going to be very similar to the regular Tanqueray and I thought it was a London dry style and I thought I was going to get a lot more juniper. I I like it, but it is really sweet and one-dimensional, so it's definitely a, a specific application thing. I don't know that I would keep it around for a lot of things, but I bet you would make a really good martini. Oh, yeah. Um, Which one now? The Tanqueray? The Tanqueray 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that uh, that was on a blog that I was reading. They were they said that it was the perfect uh, martini gin. I would love to try that because I, I think that would be, be really good. Now, super awesome my thing with the Tanqueray is. 10, obviously a huge brand, and I don't remember the exact price point, but as soon as we tasted the Roku, it seemed like the quality and the consistency was a little bit more there for me. Um, so given that they were the same price point, I think... I would probably buy the Roku over it. Uh, it's just a fantastic product. I am surprised by the Big Gin. I had never tasted that one before, or at least not that I remember. Um, I like the viscosity. I like the texture of, of it, the mouthfeel. A lot sweeter than I would have thought. But I, I don't know if I would just drink it on its own. It's probably great, like in a cocktail. I, I yeah. don't know that I'd pour a glass of it and just drink it. And then uh, the old Boise was uh, surprising, despite being. Meliga pepper. <laughs> what was that? I I didn't know how to pronounce it. Meliga pepper. Oh, is weird. What, it was what grains of uh, paradise says. It looks so it's a pepper. It looks or, like black peppercorn. Peppercorn, but, but yeah. it's not. Um, it tastes like. Gosh, uh, it's a it's a West African spice. I think is what they were saying. I just lost all. I, I lost my place on here. Anyways, it it's kind of like a cardamom gingery type thing. Interesting. Yeah, which is yeah. I'm gonna have to buy some of that and try it. Crazy. Anyways, uh, yeah. No. Uh, so Old Boise was. I liked the texture the best. On the old Boise. Mm-hmm. That was good. I think I liked the flavor overall the best on the Roku. Yep. I agree. Uh, if I could combine <clears throat> the two of those, I think that would be like the perfect the yeah. gin. Yeah. Yeah. Tanqueray 10 was still good. These are Big all, gin was. These are all good though. Was a good. Yeah. No, they're all good in their own regard for sure. Well, that's why. So that's why we didn't do a blind taste test on this one was because they're all so different. Right. So if you. I mean, literally, you just have to read the bottle, and you could figure out which one's what. That's what's cool about gin is a lot of times they're they're marketing right on the bottle. It'll tell yep. you like, hey, here's here's, here's what we're the botanicals. doing. Here's what's up. Yeah, this here's, how we make here's it. what's different than these other guys. Here's why you should try our stuff out. Uh, I guess, like I said earlier, though, the the take home on this whole gin series for me is this is probably less helpful to those of you that already like gin. Mm, this. Yeah. Is for the people that think they don't like gin because this is just four 
examples out of oh the God, many, so many, gins. many products. I feel like every small batch distillery in America has a gin. For sure. And now here's the thing. I'm not saying that you guys, especially if you're not gin people, I'm not saying go out and buy all these bottles and taste them. But if you go to a place like, I mean, if you're in the area, come down to craft, we'll give you a flight. We'll give you a, oh, a yeah. one ounce uh, flight of all these different ones and just, just try them because you, you might be pleasantly surprised. You might find something that just absolutely blows your brain apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might just kind of gain a, a new appreciation for it. So, uh, just let us know. We'll let you taste some stuff. Um, and then if you find something you really like, we'll make you a few cocktails with it and and just kind of go from there. But um, I guess that's that's just kind of my take-home mm-hmm. message is I used to be one of those guys that didn't think I liked gin. Oh, yeah. And it turns out I do. I just had to learn a little bit more about what it is that I want from a gin. Yep. I understand. Badass. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, catch us next time. We'll be talking about something we don't know about yet. Yeah. One of those things that, um, are topics. Yep. Good. Yep. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.